was this? Ah, the French. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? I'm here, Papa! Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. First listen to the animal man, the Snoopy Snoopy poop dog. My wife hated me being a firefighter. We were divorced nine months later. If you don't mind my saying, I don't like your attitude one bit. Inspired. Six times I've now ruined my whiskey. I'm under what? I just want to do whatever serves the corporation best. Good night, Mr. Watson. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. It's the World Champion Podcast. My name is Brighton SLC. And I'm Sean Black. World Champion Podcast recording from the top of the Ferris wheel at the Smogville World's Fair. Smogville, the only city with its own breed of cockroach. Yeah, the Smogroach. That's a rad roach. It's they're big sons of guns. They are. They're big. They're surprisingly big and fast. <laughs> yes. You think you think for being that big, they'd be a little more lumbering. Oh no, no, they're big. They might they're be fast. Even... They're everywhere. Yeah, might be even faster than your typical roach. Well, and what's nice, or I guess, depending on how you look at it, because the air, as of late, has been so smoggy, we haven't been able to see the mountains that are out there. Mm -hmm. We haven't been able to see more than 10 feet down the train tracks. We've heard are out there. Yeah, we still haven't really seen them. I've I've never seen them, but I've heard that everyone keeps talking about the mountains. But it's nice because it obscures the roaches as they fly around, and that can be a little disturbing. (laughs) It is. So, you know, you're coughing, your nose is bleeding. Um, so one thing I've realized, even though we are veteran podcasters, is in listening to other podcasts, I think we're doing it a bit wrong. I think you're supposed to start with four and a half minutes of uh, dates at upcoming comedy shows. Right. Ads. Ads, yes, um, yes. So we'll talk about that. Do you have any dates at any clubs coming up? No, not, not a- no I'm, not te- I'm not technically as a performer of any kind. Okay. So that... Okay, that, that makes it easy. We'll skip that part. Let's, let's go, skip right, that let's go part. right to our long so two-minute ad. So, yeah, our two-minute ad for... For like a flash drive or some kind of service that you put your stuff in the cloud. Do we have... Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I'm afraid not. I can't, I can't find the paperwork. Okay, at least we're following protocol, though. Let's move no, on. No, let's always follow... Make sure to always follow protocol. Third is contact. Yeah, let's, contact get, let's get to our contact information. Uh, of course, if you need to reach us, and you do need to reach us, we're at worldchampionpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, uh, the fair has its own tweeter. Yeah, we don't actually do that. The Smogville Fair ha- has its own tweet yeah, system. Yeah, that's, uh, that's at Smogville Fair. Right. Smogville Fair. And then facebook.com. You're just going to have to find us. We still need more likes so we can change our URL. But just go to Facebook, type in World Champion Podcast. We're the one with the dog. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us in iTunes. Leave us a review in iTunes. And Instagram, World Champion Pod, is how you can find us. World Champion Pod. So, so hit that up. And that's about, uh, that's how you reach us. Are, are you, you're peeing. We're going over this again. What? Really. But not, I said not while we're recording. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. We're trapped in this Ferris wheel cart, and so you know we both have to pee in this one corner. It's the one we've designated. Right, the one with all the cockroaches. They rarely let us down. Those, those, those sons of bitches are everywhere in that corner. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. My bad. We're not, I'm not supposed to. It's not to, while we're recording. Right. It's, it's, okay, it's, okay. It, it's, you know why there's not a flash drive cloud sponsoring us? Because hmm. of the unprofessionality. Which is not a word. Unprofessionalism. You think those are connected? You, you, th- you think so? 
That, you've made a good point just I now. Can't, I, I can't be sure. I have been reaching out to sponsors basically by writing stuff down on the back of an old newspaper, mm-hmm. shoving it in Tugboat's mouth. Tugboat is our dog. Yes. And sending him out for help. For so. help. He has not returned. Yeah. So I guess that could be part of the reason, too, is the newspaper might be so wet by the time. You've kind of changed my there. mind. You've, you've really changed my mind a little bit. Because at first I thought, when you first told me no shitting while we're recording, I thought this is a slippery slope, you know? It, you know? Uh, no, if you, if you continue shitting in here, we're going to have a slippery slope. Right. Slip right out of the cart. <laughs> Fall 20, 30 feet, break our legs and everything. And that, I, I, was, I begrudgingly was like, okay, I'll, I'll concede to that. Now you're saying don't pee in here. And I was like, this is exactly what I predicted in my mind. Mm-hmm. This is you turning on me in this small little cart. No, this isn't us against each other. We signed a bad contract. I'm let's really not, starting okay, to think that. Let's not go that far. Let's, let's, let's see how things play out. We're waiting. The first paycheck sometimes takes a long time. This is, this is our fourth episode. But, you know, these things, this isn't like the movies. But I haven't even filled out a W-2 or anything. That takes time to... Also, he might have to make write it out like on a piece of paper for us to fill in the blanks. It's yeah. not like you just get free W two forms just for being a fair. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Oh, they got to get in the black first. It's yeah, ben- benefit of the doubt. Yeah, benefit of the doubt. Um, if you're just joining us, uh, go back and listen to episode one to find out how we got in this predicament. Um, yeah, but we have nothing bad to say about the Smogville Fair. Come no, of course one, not. No, nothing all. bad to say at all. Sir. Yes. Come one, come all. Come to this fair. It's beautiful. You just follow the smashed roaches. You follow, I don't know what else you follow. There's a rope I think they tied because the smog's pretty bad. Again, Smogville, we didn't realize how literal that name was for the town, but there's a rope you follow. Like Mm -hmm. like in, if you've seen the Kurt Russell thing movie, when they have to go to the bathroom or something, they follow the rope out into the blizzard. This is like a yeah. blizzard of, of just pollution. Yeah, and hold fast to the rope and hold you'll fast find your way to here. the rope. You know, fall, you, when you see that sign all over town, don't just think they're just coming up with a catchy phrase. It's, no. It could save your life. Absolutely. Hold fast to the rope. I'm going to hit you with some, uh, they call it gotcha journalism. Oh, man. I'm actually going to spring something on you. This is twice already. You sprung on me when I was peeing. Now, now what's, <laughs> what could be next? I received a series of text messages from your girlfriend. Wow, this is, this is some shocking news. <laughs> Sean's been listening to Justin Bieber the past few days. Should I be concerned? It's blasting from the bathroom right now while he's showering. <laughs> and he's singing. <laughs> what? Is this true? This is true. This really has sprung upon me. I, I'm <laughs> no. kind of sh- I'm kind of shocked right now. Yeah, it's got it's a classic gotcha journalism. I've been learning it from watching these debates. So so she I was confronted. She said, "How long is this Justin Bieber thing gonna last?" And just this was pure luck. The song playing was "Get Used to It," and right then <laughs> the chorus came on, and I just started dancing and singing. Get used to it. <laughs> I'm all, oh, you don't like Justin Bieber? Get used to it. Oh wow! So it was like it was like fate, right? It's it's like a modern day version of Top That from Teen Witch, but it's it's never. Who gives a shit? Let's continue. So the, anyway, the relationships that brings me to my next point, uh, a hobby of mine, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but I just want to bring it up because I find it interesting. Is reading about strangers' relationship problems on the internet? Oh my god! Is there anything better? Yeah, this is Reddit dot com slash r slash relationships and i thought about bringing it up and was like you know people are posting there looking for a safe space looking for advice mm-hmm. 
from a community of 453,000 strangers. <laughs> so I think we're okay to talk about oh, it yeah, on I'd our say podcast. So. And I'm not going to be specific, but there's trends I've noticed okay, let's in reading them. this. And I know you've noticed these trends as well, is a lot of relationship problems. Well, first of all, it seems every man on the planet is a turd. Yes. Like just a huge smog roach. And, and, in human form. And not just the way they act, their hygiene as well. Like, they are a turd. Right. <laughs> so that's the big one, is you just you spend enough time reading this, you notice all these trends that you probably wouldn't think about if you're just trying to imagine relationship problems. There's a big one, which is hygiene, mm-hmm. such as, dear Reddit, how do I get my boyfriend to shower? Right. He only showers once a week. No, that this this is kind of blowing my mind, where I just thought... I thought I was doing the minimum hygiene uh, that was required, but apparently you can get in a relationship and not even have to wipe your ass. That's because I mean, there's as, a as shocking, as... a shocking amount of girls complaining. How do I get my boyfriend to wipe his ass with toilet paper? Yeah, my favorite was the girl who left town for a couple days and put a mark on the toilet paper roll. Right. Then returned two days later and nothing, and it hadn't moved. Right. And yeah, and th- there's there there's many instances. There's a girl who told about how she she keeps finding skid marks on a sh- her sheets, oh. which I mean, it happening in a tidy whitey is is cause for alarm. But if you're going if your sheets have skid marks on them, like why why am I bothering showering and wiping <laughs> my bottom and brushing my teeth when I can easily find tons of women? Yeah, brushing teeth is a tough. That's one. That's the next one. Brushing teeth. Yeah, Which my boyfriend one, doesn't brush his teeth. Yeah, that one's gross. And there, there was one I read where the woman said, instead of brushing his teeth, he'll go out and smoke if she says tells him he has bad breath. So, so he replaces like his Cheeto breath with smoke breath. So oh, I know he probably Cheeto, smokes menthols. It's it's probably like the the, the Sarlacc pit monster <laughs> breath. Or no, what's the big what's the big thing that Boba Fett falls into? Yeah, the Sarlacc. Pit. Is that right? Yeah. Can you imagine the smell coming out of that? That's oh, going to be rough. similar to someone who hasn't brushed their teeth for a millennium. <laughs> uh, another one is guys peeing all over the place. Like, well, I mean, actually, that's what <clears throat> I'm about to post. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think that's a problem, first yeah. of all. Well, it'll be tagged non-romantic. It'll say, my coworker, my co-host, <laughs> pees in the corner throw of, our, of a Ferris wheel. This is, this is going to be a throwaway <laughs> account, obviously, yeah. so I won't be able to crack the code. Yeah, but, yeah, my co... I host a... We'll call it a radio program with my friend. We'll call him Ron <laughs> Hack. It's actually a more appropriate name for him. <laughs> Ron Hack. Are you describing the job I'm doing on the podcast? Yeah, he's a hack. It's Ron Hack. Yeah. No, that's one where the, you know, oh, he's playing video games all day and I went to uh, grab my glass of water and he had peed in it. Or yeah. I, I came oh, home yeah. early from work and he was peeing in the sink. Uh, my boyfriend insists on peeing in the backyard instead of the toilet. Yeah, the the first time I saw Aviator, I, I remember distinctly that scene where where Howard Hughes, played oh, by yeah. Le- Leonardo DiCaprio, hi- locks himself in his theater and then just pees in milk bottles all, all around around the room and just keeps them. That apparently was not, not to show how crazy Howard Hughes is, but to really have the audience of of young men relate to him. <laughs> yeah, we're like it was. this. This is our hero. This I, is how I do. This. this is how I live as well. Yeah. I sit in a room, play video games. This, the other one I love is the guys that play video games so much they won't have sex with their girlfriends. Yeah. Where I just, I love those. Where I'm like, what goddamn game are you playing, man? <laughs> I yeah. dig video games. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I like video games. <laughs> but if someone comes out in lingerie, 
That I'm, was one today. I will throw the, the controller through the window. <laughs> I'll rip my Xbox out of the wall and throw it. <laughs> even though it's not even required. <laughs> right. You're just trying to show enthusiasm. Yeah, just to show Which enthusiasm. is nice in a relationship. Yeah, just <laughs> throw enthusiasm by destroying your fifth Xbox of the week. Right. And then grab your TV and swing it by the, by the wire, you know, by the cord. <laughs> Smash it against the goddamn wall. Uh, the other one is boyfriends who play incredibly cruel pranks. Yeah. There was one guy who like was at a barbecue and snuck up behind his girlfriend and pulled her pants down mm-hmm. in front of all their friends. Right. Uh, there was one guy who called, Hilarious. His, called his girlfriend's father. I might be getting this backwards. I believe he called his girlfriend's father and said that she'd been in a terrible accident. <laughs> And he had a heart attack. <laughs> so the man, so worried about his young daughter in a terrible accident, had a heart attack. <laughs> Which... And ended up hospitalized, wow. obviously. This is, a, this is a great prank. And these are trends. It's like, oh, he's just a prankster. You know, our relationship is amazing other than that. Yeah. Uh, one girl finally did break up with her boyfriend because she was afraid of spiders, I believe. Maybe spiders. Oh, I, I read this one. And he was just so insistent that she got to get over that. So he put a spider in her underpants. So when <laughs> she put her underpants on, there was a spider in it. And she freaked out, packed up some things, went to her sister's house, opened up her purse, and her purse was full of spiders. <laughs> I'm on the guy's side on this one. <laughs> We've been talking bad about boyfriends. I'm backing this boyfriend. <laughs> I actually did something really cruel like that. Aversion therapy is that what it's called? I, I actually did that. I I had a roommate. I'm not going to say who it was. This is probably 15 years ago. Yeah, he's not anyone that our listeners might be familiar with. I don't think so. And it's a she. Okay, never mind. Terrified of spiders. And I used to have a a, a Chilean rose hair tarantula. And those are tarantulas that are kind of they're kind of pink. They're really cool looking. They're like. The word's not translucent. What's it? What is it when that kind of reflective, kind of shiny beetle thing? I thought it was translucent, but that's when you can see through something. It's it's yeah yeah. No, I used to know what o- it is. Opalescent or something. It might it's, be opalescent. Anyway, it's uh, it it's not pigment. It's actually the structure of the molecules that cause those colors. Isn't that interesting? Really? Yeah. Butterfly wings aren't blue like the way your shirt is blue. Just the way they're built with molecules reflects blue light. Okay. If that makes sense. Like a little mirror. Yeah. Well, anyway. I, so did, a th- I did a thing about that. So once. I had this sweet tarantula. His name was Pantera. And he was a mean son of a bitch. I was scared to pick him up. Because every <laughs> time you, like everyone, everyone shows, you know, is like, oh, there's, here's videos of people holding their tarantula. And let's pick up our tarantula. Every time I put my hand in that little cage, he would put his front legs up and bare his giant fangs, like in stance. And I'd read about tarantulas, so this stance was like attack stance. So I never once picked up this tarantula. Anyways, it finally, I think the word's molted, where it comes out of its own exoskeleton, has a new one. Is that molting? So, so, but these things about tarantulas will pull their entire body out out of the thing. It's not like they have, they're flaking off, leg segments here and there, or the, it will literally come out of the bottom and there will be an entire uh, 
Are you hearing that? Yeah, I think the Zeppelin just flew over. Wow, that... Have you seen this? You can't see it usually because of the smog, but it's cool. When sounding. it just circles around, it sounds really cool. Anyways, that distracted me. That's, yeah. I, I, I got to see that Zeppelin. Yeah. So it comes out the bottom. The entire exoskeleton is intact. So it, it went to the other side of the cage or whatever, and it looks like there's another tarantula in there. It looks like a complete tarantula. Or I should say tarantula. <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> I took that and I put it on our di- like where our dishes were on top of the dinner plate in our cupboard. So as soon as you opened it, it was right there, a tarantula. Yeah. And it did not go over well. I don't think so. I was I don't know what I was expecting, but it was it was like I was told to move out. <laughs> well, it's interesting is people just they don't like uh to be horrifically frightened, especially if they have a phobia of this. Right, in their own home. In their own home. For no reason. They don't like For that. For no reason. Yeah. You're, re- you're making a lot of good points. <laughs> I was young and foolish, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, it's the, like the snake in the cereal box prank. <laughs> you know, I, that classic. I, I watched a video today that was a guy bashing a windshield with a baseball bat. The guy gets out of the car that's driving the car like, what the hell? Like ready to like fight this guy with a bat. And then the guy points at a hidden camera, and then they both start laughing. It was some kind of Russian prank show. <laughs> That's the prank? But the prank was a psycho just running up and bashing your windshield with a bat. That was it. That's not a prank. It, That's, just not a, a... That's not a prank, right? No. <laughs> That's like if I set your socks on fire and it's I say, It's just terrifying. Hey, it's prank. terrifying. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> what? So that's kind of the same sort of prank. I think a, a, a true prank needs to have a good old switcheroo. Yeah. It needs to have a, a, some kind of irony in it of some sort yeah. or some kind of juxtaposition of, of, I don't know what it needs, but it's not just attacking someone and then pointing at a camera. Yeah. <laughs> in, in junior high, my friend would bring an acorn to French class every day. Mm-hmm. And before the teacher got there, he'd set the acorn in the middle of the floor. And the teacher would walk in, go straight to the acorn, pick it up, throw it in the garbage, start class. This went on for months. One day, she picked up the acorn and lost it. Mm. And I don't know how she managed to make it that far. How many, how many days do you think that was? I think we counted. I think it was 47 days. Wow. And then finally, she goes, who is doing this? Who's leaving their garbage in the middle of my floor? Very, it was, very upset. Like it was a nuclear al- meltdown. It was always a, an acorn, though. Always an acorn. And, and always, like, no mention, no acknowledgement, just boink, boink. That's a good prank. It's all right. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that, that's kind of like like an Amelie where where she's doing all these little things to drive people insane. Yeah, I heard someone recently saying how if you hate someone, you don't want to kill them and and you know and end their life. You just drive them insane. You order pizzas to their house for years. You order taxis to their house. Yeah, you do you do things that just make their life awful for a long period of time. And it was a strong argument. I've always, I've always spoken about this. Okay. Always. You, maybe you have an enemy. You have an arch nemesis. Right. You have someone who just done you wrong, and you always get all tough and macho or whatever and think, well, if I see him, I'm going to just sock him right in the nose. I tell you what. Or oh, we're going to go get my big friends over to beat him up because he's such a bad guy. Right. But uh, I much prefer psychological torture. Mm-hmm. I've always said this because <laughs> the pain will fade. The wounds will heal. But that psychological stuff is going to keep you up at night for a very long time. You keep thinking about it. I, I actually, I w- this was, there's something that still bothers me. I was, at, I was at a bar probably, this is probably at least 10 years ago, maybe more. I ran into a friend's ex-husband. 
So this woman I'm friends with's ex-husband is there. I've n- I've had nothing to do with this woman. So this isn't some kind of like I cheated on her or something story. No, yeah. I've not. I've, I was just friends and not even good friends. I I just gone to a few parties and whatever. So he's like, "Hey, Sean, let me buy you a beer." And of course, I'm not turning down. No one turns down free beer. I was no. like, "Yeah, cool, but you know, thanks, man." Yeah. He comes back. He hands me the beer, and then he goes, "You're a real piece of shit." And then I, I just took a sip of my beer and I was like, "Yep, that's me, piece of shit." <laughs> like I just thought he was just being like, "Oh, you son of a bitch, yeah, you old son of a bitch." Yeah. And then he's all, "No, you're a real piece of shit." And then I was like, "Okay." Uh, I, I just was, I was so confused. And then he started just like f you and getting in my face and like trying to bump chests and stuff. Yeah. And I kept the entire time I wasn't reacting because. In my head, is this really happening? Yeah, is what's w- going through your head? I was, yeah. I couldn't. My brain couldn't make the jump from friend to enemy. My brain was still like, "Oh, he's just joking around. This is yeah. getting really intense, buddy. This is some kind of joke. I don't understand what's happening." And then it just was confusion. Yeah. And then I can't remember what I. I ended up leaving the bar. I think after you finished your beer. I th- I'm sure I pounded it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just. But I thought about it for weeks. And of course, that's very disturbing. Someone buys you a drink and then tries to fight you. Literally tried to fight me. He was like ready to like throw punches and stuff. But he had already spent six bucks buying me some like craft beer. Yeah. So, and now look at this. A decade later, 15 years later, I still think about it. See, that's my point. It was effective. He would have just killed me. Yeah, then, no, then you're just dead. Yeah, I don't Boring. Who cares? You yeah, know? nobody. Literally no one would care if you were dead. Nobody. But uh, so anyway, we've talked about relationships. Right. Uh, let's talk about Valentine's Day. Yeah, let's get romantic. Yeah, with our not with each other. We're just coworkers. <laughs> well, but, not after that that Reddit post I just read. <laughs> yeah, about like <laughs> throw away one two two five nine one is not tricking me. I yeah. know that's you. Because <laughs> you know my because like, that was my social security number, that's, which you have memorized because of the W two situation. That's right, man. You gotta get up pretty early. I like that you did put your social security number on Reddit, though. That, that was might, a, that, that might was not a, have been smart. Either. That was a brave, a brave choice. I didn't think anyone would put two and two together, <laughs> or put five two two one three yeah. six eight nine seven together, right. In a credit application, <laughs> in a forged credit application. Our Valentine's um, Day. So yeah, so we both had uh, lovely Valentine's days. Traditional kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for for my Valentine's Day, I did something pretty romantic that I think most women from the time they're little girls dream about. And that's getting really good seats to Marvel Universe Live. Yes. You old softy. Y- yeah. I just thought this is something she's really going to enjoy is a bunch of superheroes doing flips, doing kind of a bad. So, so le- let me just explain what it is. Yeah, please. Before I before I struggle to describe it, it is a show where a bunch of actors—I I don't even know if you call them actors—because there there's dialogue going, but they're they're mouthing it. So it's the Avengers taking on all these heroes, and yeah. they're, and they're mainly just doing motorcycle stunts and flips, and and fake fighting, and they have ex, like explosions. And this is in a basketball arena. This is in a basketball arena. And so the story is the Avengers have to get together to stop the Sinister Six, AIM, and who was the other third one? Oh, Hydra. Because each of them have a piece of, of, of the 
the Tesseract. They even called it the Tesseract for the mm. Cosmic Cube. Yeah. Which is apparently what we're going with now. <laughs> it's not a Cosmic Cube. It's a Tesseract. Great. You know, just great. Childhood ruined. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Marvel. <laughs> I, I went there at, at the behest of our old Fight for Comics colleague, Sean Leslie, who just started his new podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. This, let's plug that. All new Fight. No. All, All new, new Wednesday, Wednesday Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, so check that out. He's, he's just, just barely starting it. Um, so he, he, told, he texted me. You'll never forgive yourself if you miss this. I really like how he phrased that. That's pretty intense. I really like that he didn't text me that. That was. I think it's because he's found out that you've betrayed all of comic done by not reading comics anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And I, on the other hand, have gotten way more into him since we stopped our comic book podcast show. Of course. Naturally. Yeah. As soon as I'm not forced to do it, I, it's all I want to do. So that, that's a pretty, a pretty good sell. You'll never forgive yourself. I don't think anyone said that to me in years. And so I, I just had to buy the tickets. I, I couldn't live with, with the, I, the thought of never forgiving myself, regretting something till the day I die. Yeah. I get there. This, I, me and my girlfriend are the only people there without a child. <laughs> the, the, we might be the, literally the only ones there. But I was like, you know, I love comics. I don't care. Yeah. This, and, my, and this is what my girl has dreamed about. Since she was a little girl, mm-hmm. is seeing something just like this. Yeah, and so it was. It was. I don't even know how to describe it. It was surreal. They 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 had fake muscles. So you know when you, you know those little kids that get that get costumes where it's got kind of pillows in the them, built so in like foam muscles. Yeah, they, they all had that. But it was really. It was a lot better. They looked kind of like Muppets. It was it was felt <laughs> style skin, but it wasn't as bad as just puffy. Puffy yeah. like like a, a stuffed animal. I think it was some kind of rubber. And it, uh, they're in more of the comic book style costumes, right, than the movies. Oh, so yeah. they're looking very much outlandish. Everyone, yes, it was pretty traditional. This is the one thing I did really love about it, is it was very, very much like a comic book. They didn't try to make it realistic. It was super over the top. Everyone was really corny and bad. In fact, Spider-Man was so annoying, I didn't like him. Huh. He was so smart assy and like exaggerated that I just was waiting for the Sinister Six to, to win. But, but they didn't. Spoiler alert. I can picture it, yeah. Wolverine was my favorite because he was so extremely grouchy. He just came across as an idiot. He just came across <laughs> as this stupid moron. So he's like, get out of my way. I'm gonna stab you if you get if you try to stop me from saving my friends. It was like <laughs> It was the Wolverine that, that like a five year old dreams about. Yeah. You know, not not the complex character that I don't know. And another thing, it sounds like this was produced without really any cooperation from Marvel. It's some company that puts on shows like this. Right. That is probably paying a hefty fee to Marvel to use the characters and likenesses. And that's true, but they did they were really good about it being kind of a bridge between the cartoon wor- or the comic book world and the movies. Because they did reference a lot of the movie stuff. Um all the Iron Man, Iron Man looks like the movie Iron Man, and and they just they had Falcon, which I was surprised at, and it and it wasn't the the movie Falcon, it was pretty much the comic book Falcon, so with that, his orange and white. Just it's yeah, it's kind uh-huh. of a red and red and white outfit, and it, it it wasn't the metal wings, it was like the goofy, uh, the feather know, feather the, rings. Well, they're like plastic feathers or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're made of. Yeah. Um, the best part of the whole thing was they split up into teams to take down 
for a minute when they said aim, I was like, oh my god, is Modok going to be in this? Is there going to be a big goofy Modok costume? But no, just the beekeepers basically. <laughs> so I was a little let down yeah. by that. But they did have uh, the guy that played uh, who's the man? Oh, what's his name? The guy from Memento that plays the Mandarin. Guy, Killian, is it guy, Killian? Guy Pierce. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but the character in Iron Man Three. Oh, the character. I don't. Is I don't it, recall. It's the one that has the extremis. Yeah, like, like breathes fire. Yeah, like yeah. Dragon. yeah. So they had a pretty cool costume where they had the glowing veins in his huge muscles. Huh. And then they had him thrown through a wall at one part, and then there's an explosion, and he comes out, and it's a dude on fire. Whoa. So they have one of those, those suits covered in some weird chemical or whatever, and he walks around for probably 20 seconds full on on fire. That sounds so dangerous. It does sound dangerous, and that's all I could think of is something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Like, this guy's going to burn to death in front of us instead of... Like, this isn't part of the show. I was oh, waiting for no. someone to start screaming, but no. Oh, no. He fought Iron Man, got knocked out, and then guys ran out and sprayed him with, with ex- you know, fire extinguishers. Yeah. Uh, the best part of the whole show was when Spider-Man took on the, the Sinister Six at the top of the Empire State Building. So they had a giant Empire State Building head. Huh. And on the top of it, Spider-Man is fighting with Green Goblin and some other people on, the, on kind of the, her crown's, like, spikes. And then... Wait, you're... What did I say? I think you mean Statue of Liberty? What did I say? Empire State Building. <laughs> the Empire State Building is the woman holding the torch, right? Sure. Okay, well, I'm gonna just going to go with you and call it the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Statue of Liberty. Well, when you said head, I thought that's strange, and then I just thought, well, I'm no architect. Maybe that's what the tops of buildings are called. Yeah, they're called Heads. the head of the building. What else would they be called? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. This is Lady Liberty. Yes. A giant head. And so Spider-Man's up there fighting on the on the crown thing, whatever that. They, I'm using the wrong word for that. I don't know what the hell the Statue of Liberty's wearing. Yeah, was that a, the style at the time? It's just it's spikes. It's yeah. just, it's it almost is looks it a crown? Would you call it a crown? I guess so. or or like a tiara, a deadly tiara. And so Spider-Man's fighting on top, and then they had lighting so you could see through the head. And then uh, who the hell was fighting with Spider-Man? I can't even remember. Some of the heroes fighting. But it was the it was the sinister sinister six like lizard, rhino, uh, green goblin, Doc Ock, Doc Ock. But his like three of his arms fell off because I guess that was a pain in the ass. So they just had one that was really moving. <laughs> they, they literally had a little fight and then three of them just fall. Oh, but budget concerns, I guess. I guess yeah. so. And so that so it was a lot of fun. And then there the, the whole Captain America scene, they were just doing motorcycle tricks. Captain America basically rode around on a motorcycle, popping a wheelie for like half the show and went <laughs> off jumps and stuff. It was cool. And, and, uh, the red skull was in it. And, Oh, Oh yeah. The last thing I wanted to say. So Bruce, the whole time, Bruce Banner, they're trying not to upset Bruce Banner. And every time he starts getting stressed out, they'll, they'll shine like a green light on him. Like he's turning green. And then finally, at the very end, the Hulk came out, and it was so weird. It was like this giant, huge rubber suit. He was clearly on some kind of stilts. But there was a guy inside There was a guy thing. on it, but it was, it was like a 12-foot-tall Hulk. But he was so slow, it, every time they had to fight, it was just goofy. So they, the actors would have to slowly duck at his, his arms that would just kind of, like he's underwater, punching at him. But then they would act like it, like he was really swinging at him, so they had these really lame fights with the Hulk, <laughs> where they're just like, "Watch out, watch out!" 
it'd be like dodging like the big show coming out yeah like big show and and yeah but it was still fun it was it was a lot of fun now let me ask you this did, before it started did they sing the national anthem no okay yeah that, well, yeah no nothing like I mean, that cuz that would be weird but it just they, seems like something that might happen they did have a cool montage kind of thing at the beginning where they're projecting all these different images onto the to the wall and explaining what's going on basically mm. like this is a really great show if you're 5 years old or really stoned <laughs> because it is explaining this like you're talking to a toddler yeah so so within the first 2 minutes you're caught up no matter how drunk you are <laughs> Do they are they selling beer in the arena? Yeah, they were selling beer. Oh, I was kind of okay. surprised, but they were mainly just selling little garbage. Did little you get any souvenirs? Like no glow sticks. I didn't, nah, I didn't, no, those. Uh, yeah, it was I, I. I already was like, wow, this is what I did for Valentine's Day. Like I couldn't push it any further. Yeah. I spent a bunch of money to take I'm my Spider Man stuff. Yeah, cone. I, I, I didn't want to press my luck with yeah. my girlfriend. Let me just put it that way. Like, hey, do you want a shield? No, I want a divorce. <laughs> Well, good news. We're not married. <laughs> uh, well, me and, me and my girlfriend had a sort of a themed weekend. It was very unusual. Very spur, spur of the moment. We hung out all weekend. Friday night, um, we were at our kind of our usual bar. Well, one of them. Our friend Scott showed up. You know Scott. Yes. Uh, he showed up to hang out with us, and we decided to go to Uncle Bart's. So this is your creepy uncle, right? The one that always is pushing drugs on you. Yeah, no, he's dead. That one's dead. No, Uncle Bart's was a club on Main Street. Mm-hmm. One time I decided to go there, like, hey, let's go see what Uncle Bart's about. I love dive bars. Hey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked by, and someone kind of glared at me from the open door. And, you know, bars that just where the front doors open all the time is great news. <laughs> you know, it's the same Bourbon Street. And then some guy came plowing out of the bar and got in my face, waving his finger around. Like, as soon as he saw you. As soon as he saw like me, he came sight. plowing out. Yeah. Okay. And he's going. <laughs> then falls back against the wall, slides down like melting ice cream, and takes a little nap on the sidewalk. Wow. So Uncle Bart's has been purchased. It is now called something else. I don't recall. Okay. Uh, it is now, I believe they, they refer to it as a hipster bar. Mm. So it's a big room with no tables or chairs. Okay, that sounds hip. Uh, the menu, I think they said craft beer, crap beer were the two options. Oh, okay. Very, um, very clever. Yeah. Very, Craps Blue Ribbon. Very stylish crowd. But, you know, it's fine. I, I got no problem with anything anywhere at any time. I'll right. do whatever. I would so, like a chair, though. I, that was an issue is let's have a chair. Like, you're being serious. Literally no chairs or tables. There was a couple around the bar. I mean, there's, like, some the bar stools. stools. But then this giant room, like, they're about to do Pilates Wow. with nothing. So were, were people sitting in circles or anything? Like, like in, in high school lunch, we'd go out into the courtyard and sit in circles eating our shitty pizza? Well, everyone that was there when we walked in had a stool. There weren't really any surplus people. We were the surplus ah, people. okay. So this was the first time this problem had been addressed. I guess so, Yeah. <laughs> So we decided to go to another bar. I won't name it because I don't want to disparage it. And it's kind of a cool place that I also kind of sometimes have some huge problems with. And the last call in Salt Lake City is 1 o'clock, and that's, that's serious business. As mm-hmm. soon as the clock strikes 1, they, they literally put a cage over the liquor and, like, a padlock on the, on the beer taps, mm-hmm. and that's it. We're done. But we're like, oh, it's only 1230. You know, let's go get another drink. 
we get to this bar and they're hey, how you doing? Check your IDs. By the way, it's last call. No, it, no, it's twelve thirty. Yeah, no, no, it it's, isn't. It's inching up. I've noticed this at bars. Yeah, and he's going. That's just how. That's how we do it here. And it's like we can't go get a beer. It's like we got so much time. He's like, nah, that's how they do it. So Scott, who is always one for adventure, as am I. Yes. And when he's around in particular, I have some adventures. Next to this bar is a bar called the Durango. <laughs> okay. This is a Latin dance bar. Right. My whole life, I'm told you don't go there. You just don't go You've there. You've been warned. There's been, been a warning. Warned. And so Scott rolls over. And he's like, all right, if they won't serve, let's go to the Durango. And even the people at the bar we were trying to get to are like, oh, you don't go there. The bartenders are telling you this. Yeah, they're saying, don't, no, don't go there. Don't go to the Durango. Don't go to the Durango. So we go to the Durango. It's got a long hallway. It has got laser beam lights, disco balls, uh, only a few couples with their, you know, their cowboy hats, good people. Uh, the bartender was this old lady. I tried to order tequila. No tequila. At all? No, no tequila, which is just weird. Everything about it's weird. And then finally, this place is huge. Finally, Scott notices, wait, this music is coming from a live band. <laughs> so a live band with, like, the standing up drums and this dude playing a stack of three keyboards. Oh, wow. And a guitar. And it's, you know, it's so, it's such great music. So I actually danced. Me and my girlfriend uh, danced like dancing people. Okay. No one seemed upset that we were there. While this is going on, Scott is trying so hard to get the old lady bartender to dance with him. <laughs> and he's standing on the dance floor, like, pointing and, like, wiggling <laughs> his hips. And, and he can speak Spanish, so that was nice. And, and she finally, came, like, reluctantly kind of came no over way. and had a couple twirls with him. <laughs> but it was so much fun. And we left and we're, like, all sweaty. And we're just, like, so pumped up on life. Wow. And Scott kept insisting, this is my bar. This is my new this bar. Is my this is my neighborhood bar. I'm coming here forever. <laughs> Uh, but then we were talking to the bouncer, and because and, he was like, what nights are you open? And he's like, well, we're open some nights. We're not, I'm not going to tell you when we're open. <laughs> Strange business yeah. model. There. And then the bouncer's bragging about, like, oh, on my watch, every time someone pulls out a gun, I just shut him down right there. Wow. So, and it's, does that happen often? And he's like, oh, yeah, a lot of violence, a lot of guns. No way. So I think it's not going to end up being my bar after all. Yeah. I think we had a, this one-off, lovely, magical evening. That's not going to be repeated. Yeah. Um, but, you know, don't, I, I guess the moral is don't listen to the skeptics that tell you you can't go somewhere. Yeah. Just go there. Just guns or no, no guns. Yeah, just go there, and if you get shot, that's, that's what happens. Yeah, that's life. That's what you, was supposed to happen that night. All right, it's better, yeah. than, it's better than being tortured psychologically for years. Exactly. I'd much rather be shot at the Durango. <laughs> exactly. Than have the Durango haunt me to my grave. Yeah, I mean, would you rather be shot at the Durango or dissed at the... Well, it could be just... Oh, I was really hoping I could do some sort of twisted wordplay. Give me some time. I'll come back. Sometimes those things happen. Yeah. Sometimes those things happen. We've all been there. So the following night in town was a band called Metal Achi. This is, all right. Promising. You're, you can probably imagine what Metal Achi is. Mm-hmm. It's the world's only heavy metal mariachi band. And I was texting so many people because I'm like, guys, this is going to be something mm-hmm. that you're going to want to see. Um, only a couple friends came out. I was going to go. I, I have a good excuse, but I can't say it on the air. Okay, fair enough. But I do love uh, Mariachi El Bronx. Yeah. I, f- I flew last year to San Diego to see them play. Just, uh, well, I love the Bronx. They're probably my f- just favorite, probably my favorite punk band. I yeah. love them. And I saw them at the Casbah for their CD release of uh, Bronx 4, and it was the craziest punk show I've been to. The singer of that band is a maniac. 
but but they're super super talented and so they do a punk band and then they also do a mariachi band and it's the same music right it's no 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 i thought the mariachi band was doing their own songs no, no they're they're original songs but they're oh, not they're okay. not bronx songs they're written oh, okay. just for the mariachi okay. band and they're they they play it straight man it's incredible they're they're not doing some tongue in cheek joke it's they love mariachi mu- music and they are so good it's crazy and so I, I'd, I'd flown there just to see them play as the mariachi band. And, yeah, so I appreciate mariachi, and I appreciate metal in general. So I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to defend myself here. I had a good excuse, man, I swear. I wanted well, I'm to, just saying you blew it. I, Everybody I know, blew I it. I know, I know. Those texts you were sending me. Yeah. So, to, so tell, tell so everyone come out, about so, it. So they have a hype man, which is amazing. So this guy comes out. Uh, again, I love it when bands are concerned with how I'm doing. I just want them to check up on me mm-hmm. regularly. How's everybody doing? Right. How is everybody? Like they're a waiter. Yeah. Like, how's your meal? Exactly. How, how is everybody your, doing? How is your music? And I don't want the band to start until they're certain that I'm ready. How's everybody doing? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So I have a hype man. Uh, he's just a classic 80s rocker with like a vague New Jersey type accent. Okay. Then the band comes out. They've all got their like, long hair, sombreros, various... Various outfits. The uh, trumpet player was like a some sort of Gene Simmons, Guar, uh, <laughs> Darth Raider like character. Wow! I think my, mostly he looked like Darth Raider, which is uh, guys that go to Oakland Raiders games. Yeah, with like these crazy spiky kiss yeah. type outfits. Yeah. So he's got. I thought it was a luchador mask, but it was face paint, and then a big sombrero, long silver hair. And then this outfit of like spikes and tights and wow. And then they, they had a violinist who was wearing like bike shorts and a vest, a tiny vest. And then one of those guys with the big guitar and then a singer. I'm not, I don't think any of them were using their real hair. I think it was all wigs. Okay. And I think their accents might have been fake. And they had ac- accents too. They were yeah. going all out. This was yeah. a full production. They, not- they, yeah, it's a full production. Uh, every mic stand w- had a bunch of bras dangling from it. I can appreciate that, though. I, I like when, when so often you see bands and all they care about is playing the music. Yeah. And that's cool and everything if you're a serious musician. Yeah. And then there's bands that are serious musicians and they have lots of lights and stuff. Yeah. But then sometimes you just see weird stuff where they're really concerned about the overall show. Yeah. And, and I like that when they're, you know, you're just kind of like a party band. Right. And I, I saw, years ago, I saw a band called Captured by Robots. Yeah. And their music was terrible. I thought. Yeah. But he has an entire stage setup of robots. He's like in chains. Yeah. And the robots are making him play music. And it's this whole like yeah. like showbiz pizza, Chuck E. Cheese robots moving around. Yeah. And it's just this it's like a whole show. It's really fun. Yeah. It's or fun. like like P Lander Z or Oh the my Aqu- god. P Lander Z. Yeah. Or the Aquabats, like these bands that have you can't even find their real biography because they just have this crazy backstory. Mm-hmm. So Metalachi, for example, is from Juarez. Oh, okay. But by way of Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know if that means they came from Juarez, then went to Hollywood. I think that's what it yeah, means. Yeah, yeah, that's what that means. So they're totally doing the 80s metal Sunset Boulevard persona. Right, like and, Motley uh, Crue type, like late 80s. Yeah. The, what is it, hard living, like Guns N' Roses. Jack, the Jack Daniels. Welcome to the Jungle. Stuff. Well, that's what they opened with. And it's all just mariachi style music there. I mean, there's no right. electric guitars or anything. And that the trumpets go on the violin. And part of the fun was each song 
the moment where it kicked in and he realized what like, song oh, it was. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. What is this? Yeah, and then of course during Welcome to the Jungle, he goes, "Buenos dias, <laughs> aquí hora la muerte." No, he didn't really, but I wish. I wish that had happened. <laughs> oh my god, I wish. Yeah, he blew it, man. I know. Yeah, but they yeah. So they opened with that, and then I think they went into uh, Holy Diver. Then pour some sugar on me. Oh uh, wow! Uh, run to the hills. Nice. Uh, they closed with they closed the first set with Slayer. Finally, Rain of Blood. Is it Rain of Blood or Raining Blood? So the album, Slayer, the album well. is Rain of Blood, and the song is Raining Blood. Okay, I, I think. Yeah, so I think they did Raining Blood. They did or Metallica vice versa. Medley. Um, they did, and this might have been where we would have lost you had you been there. They did a Journey medley. And I would have left. I would have been out the goddamn door. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. I hate Journey. Yeah, I was talking to Vance and Natalie about that. Natalie uh, sent me a video of them playing that Journey song. Oh, I think, yeah, I think we ta- discussed. And I yeah. threw my phone through the window. I threw it where my Xbox goes, <laughs> in the garbage heap. <laughs> in the garbage heap. Uh, but it was so much fun. Again, same thing, two nights in a row where I leave, and I'm just, like, sweaty and just like, man, that was great. I blew it. Um, I really blew it. And then, you know, other, our other uh, sort of romantic Valentine's Day stuff is we got uh, pizza at 3 a.m. And then the next day... Got that is a, romantic. That's like a, a movie thing. We got a big uh, big cinnamon roll. Really? And we each got our own big cinnamon roll. It was nice. Oh, man. You should have eaten the same cinnamon roll and then eaten it without utensils. Just a giant cinnamon roll. Just unrolled it. <laughs> like, kind of Lady and the Tramp-like, but like, like the way zombies eat brains. <laughs> And so by the time you, yeah. you kiss, your face is covered from nose tip to chin in just like and frosting frosting and butter and cinnamon. Oh, that is romantic. It's way romantic. Okay, note, note to self, edit this part out so she doesn't hear this and realize how half-assed our cinnamon roll breakfast was. Right. So, yeah, make sure to edit that out, would you? Right. Okay. So what else is on the agenda? That's Valentine's Day, Marvel Live, Metalachi, Durango. Okay, well, we've got a lot covered, but there's what if, a, there's something I want to talk about. Something there, that might be out there. Well, yes, I think we're on the same page. I've noticed late at night here in the Ferris wheel, when I'm I'm sitting up, just the hunger pangs just really hitting my stomach hard, wondering where tugboat is. That there's been some lights, kind of to the southwest, kind of some weird lights, and I've been asking around. I, I asked Mister Pumpernickel. Yeah, he told me to shut up. Which I thought, you know, I just kind of brushed it off, like shut up, get back to work type stuff. Mm-hmm. I asked the the strong man, and he said, "You don't talk about Area 801." Oh, is that? I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, because I tried to ask the left Siamese twin, and he told me to just shove off. And it's, he's the dick one, remember? Yeah, yeah. I got, made a mistake. You I, know, you stage left. Stage left. That was my thing. I should have asked. That's the, right the one. one. That's the one you talked to. Yeah. So he was telling me about Area 801. He was saying this, there's some unexplained stuff going on. There's some noises. There's lights. There's people disappearing from the fair. They don't like to talk. That's why they're not talking about it. People mm-hmm. abducted. Abducted, you say? That's my, my that's the theory, that's not, the, not okay. mine. So we're running up against some brick walls here. Do you think the truth is out there? <laughs> it is out there. All right. So, so, upon, so I started researching this. And I quickly found out about X-Files on Netflix or Hulu or something. So I just thought, this is the best way to, to investigate this. I watched... So the new... Se- they've done a reboot. This is a show from the early 90s about extraterrestrials and two FBI agents trying to find the truth. One is a skeptic. One's kind of a true believer, right? Well, to clarify, he wants to believe. 
He's not Wa- going to go ahead and admit that believe. he believes. He wants to believe. And that's and that's the first step to believing is wanting to. It really believe. is. It's the big one. <laughs> I'm glad they're they're not trying to just jump right to believing. Yeah. They want you first. You want to want to believe. Yeah. Then you want to believe. Then you believe. Mm-hmm. So I had never watched X Files. This is this is in our comic book podcast. We have something, or you, when we had one, we had a little thing called the pile of shame, and these are comics you've put off. You know, and this could be a this pile of shame could be movies, could be books. Those books on your shelves you've been meaning to read. And one of my big ones for my entire life has been The X-Files. Yeah. And I was just, I just had this, this moment when I was watching these, these new episodes. I haven't seen the old episodes. I've seen the one movie. I don't know which one it was. I cannot remember the first hour and a <laughs> half, but the last 10 minutes they were in a UFO of some kind. They're, okay. They're running, it was kind of like the end of the, the, the Thing prequel, where you're running around a UFO. And that's all I can remember. This was like a decade ago. But I had this memory of, it was a shameful memory. But I'm thinking back to, to this when I was about probably 14 years old. And, and what I did my entire teenage years was skateboard in grocery store parking lots with my friends. Mm-hmm. That's all I did was for a year, just skateboard. Like, like my entire teenage can be summed up, teenage years can be summed up by skateboarding in the Albertsons parking lot. It's a you know, sprouts now. It, it's yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just don't get me started. I'm saying that for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so this is this is the era. I'm skateboarding. I'm listening to DRI and Dead Milkman and and Dead Kennedys and Black Flag and all that stuff. Just being this shitty teenager, which I loved and I missed. I I just miss it so much. <laughs> I miss. I, these jobs are for the birds. So. And by the way, this was a time where I had an art project in, in eighth grade where we, we basically made rugs. We made a carpet. You make, you make an image on the carpet, and then you kind of loop yarn through it. It takes weeks. Did you do this in junior high? It sounds familiar. In I know I saw class. people do that. Mr. Uh, Allred's class, maybe? I, I'm not sure the teacher, but I made one. I made one rug that was the dead milkman emblem, which is an, basically a cow with X's in his eyes, or her eye. I guess her eyes. Yeah. And then I also made the cover of Amazing Spider-Man 300, which is Spider-Man in his black costume. This is during the Todd McFarlane era. These are two awesome rugs I made. I have no idea where they are. That, that was the first part of the memory. Yeah. Thinking about skateboarding, thinking about these rugs, and thinking, where the hell are these rugs? Like just gone in the ether, gone forever. Just sad. Abducted, perhaps. Abducted, gone. Area 801. So I have this distinct memory of skateboarding in this parking lot, hanging out with my, my friends. And one of our friends is named Joe Limbaugh. He is our Doctor Who correspondent when we did Pizza Party. And I think it was Pizza Party podcast he was on. Yeah, He's the, I've known him since I was uh, like 10 years old. And I remember... We're listening to some kind of grunge, probably, skateboarding, and him telling me how awesome the X-Files are. And I have this distinct memory of, all right, Sean, note to self, be sure to watch the (laughs) (laughs) X-Files. And this all came rushing back to me. Yeah, and And you you had never seen it at all, Just just part of the movie. I had never seen, I've never seen an episode. And I had this memory where I was like, wow. This has been on my to-do list for, for about 20 years. 
Yeah, it would be about, I think it debuted in 93. Right. So it's been a minute. And I thought, well, I guess I'm finally getting on this. Getting on, get, gonna check this off the list. Hey, Tuggy. Hey, Tuggy. Tugboat just came in. How, did he, how does he get up here? I don't even know how he gets in here. He slips right in. Did you bring help? No, you brought nothing. All right, so, so I have been loving these new episodes, like absolutely loving them. And then I go online today just, just glowing about how much yeah. I like it, and it's being just torn apart. Is it? People are hating it. Oh, I've really been enjoying You've it. You've been enjoying it? Yeah. So, so this, is, this is the perspective I've, I, I need. I've only watched about half of them. Okay. Out of the five. Out of the only half. So <laughs> I've watched approximately half of the five. <laughs> I mean half total. I don't mean I've watched half of each episode. All right. And what what is your history with this show? I was so obsessed with aliens and UFOs and unknown supernatural things mm-hmm. uh, my whole life. Do you remember those Time Life books that they advertise? What, what, what do they you were mean? So, I think it was a series called Mysteries of the Unknown. Remember, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when, you used to subs- remember when you used to get subscriptions to books? It's crazy. Really expensive book subscriptions. Zoo books. Yeah, zoo books or Encyclope- the Civil War. Like, yeah. Oh, every month we send you a new Civil War volume. God, I always wanted and to do just, that. Yeah, there's these little books. They look great on your shelf. Mm-hmm. They're probably, I bet you can, I bet they can be had pretty cheap right now, actually. Oh, yeah. Note to self. 23 years from now, look into that on eBay. Right. But so, so, yeah, Mysteries of the Unknown. So you'd get, you know, one month it would be psychic powers. One month it would be mysterious places. I, re- I remember these ads on TV and uh, Bigfoot and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there were two different ads. One with a spooky narrator. We'll link to this on YouTube. Or they're on YouTube. We'll link to it on our social media. <laughs> we own YouTube. Yeah, we own YouTube. It's busy. Uh, busy it's, very busy it's, doing it's, that. It's really blown up. But there's one, and I remember it so well, where it's a spooky narrator showing reenactments. Like, a woman wakes up with a headache and a dream of a black rock falling on top of a building. That day in Peru, a coal mine caved in, crushing a school. <laughs> a bunch of stuff like that. That's like, freaky. Yeah. There is unexplained things out there. Yeah. And then in, that, in books. That was their first campaign. And then their second one was this smug asshole going around talking to strangers about weird things and then recommending these books. Really? So he's like, what if I told you about a medium who could bend spoons with their mind? What? That sounds improbable. Tell us more. You'll have to read the book. <laughs> And he, he encounters people when he's hiking or a guy at a restaurant. <laughs> are these set up, you think? Are they... No, they're, yeah, they're, they're fake. But like the, the people that are interested are, are actors. Yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's okay. all an act. It's not supposed to be like a hidden but camera it, thing. But it's supposed to look like someone. But it's supposed to look like it's just got, some it's guy. It's gotcha journalism. It's, got, it's classic Have you gotcha read journalism. these UFO books? Yeah. You clown. So I was so into UFO books, and I'm still trying to find this one that I read as a kid. I have no idea what it was called, but it had some really creepy detailed oil paintings in it. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows by any chance of a UFO book that I would have read around 1990 that has a really creepy painting of the Men in Black or the... Uh, Not Men in Black. You're talking the... No, the Men in Black were a thing before Will Smith. Really? Oh, a go- yeah, a no, government they're... agency that, was, that looks into UFOs? Yeah, they were, they were part of the lore. No, they would visit you a few days after you've seen the UFO. And do what? Like kidnap you remember. or something, torture you. They'd come visit you and talk to you and take down your report, and then you'd kind of be left feeling a little sick and with a bad memory. 
And they were weird. Now it's, the, it, they literally were supposedly erasing uh, yeah, minds. The, no, the Men in Black thing. That's from totally Will Smith based is on totally it? based on UFO lore. I didn't know that. Yeah, going back to the fifties. Wow. And the the thing I read was was not that they were government guys, but that they were just a little weird. Like maybe like maybe they had a wig on underneath their fedoras, and maybe that was they were why why are they wearing makeup? Why is their skin so pale? Oh, so they're the aliens themselves? They might be aliens themselves. That was the thing I read. Which well, if, the, if they're if they're erasing your mind about the alien experience, why not just come as the alien and erase your mind? Well, they're probably different aliens. Oh, I see. If they can erase your mind, why the disguise? Yeah, why the disguise? It well, seems that's one maybe of the it's, Maybe it's an unreliable memory eraser. Because if you can remember the men in black at all... Then maybe not... maybe my memory is unreliable. Maybe they weren't actually erasing memories. Maybe they were just trying to use strong-arm intimidation. But uh, but they were they were aliens wearing sunglasses and wigs and stuff. It was yeah. like E.T. when he's cross-dressing. It was exa- exactly like, that. Like yeah. that. No, that was just one. Because there's all these different accounts. It's just men in black suits coming to visit me. Okay. And then some of the accounts are. They seemed a little weird, too. Like, they were men, but they were weird. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway, long, very long story is I watched X-Files as it was happening, as it debuted that night Okay. Uh, in October of 1993 or whatever. So I, you watched I the premiere then. I made wow. it a point to watch the premiere. Okay. And I watched pretty much every episode, every week when it was on. Uh, almost till the end, it got real crummy. I've heard and I was this. a loyal watcher. The last two seasons don't really have Mulder or Scully. That's what I've heard. They're kind of scattershot in it. But even before that, they got kind of stupid, and I, I quit watching it. Oh, wow. Or I would watch it occasionally, but I wasn't that religious. But So I was a huge X-Files fan, which I never really acknowledged. Um, I mean, it's not something I ever think about. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's not like how I'm a Star Wars fan, and I like to have my... Luke Skywalker on my dashboard and stuff like that. It's yeah. like I watched it and I enjoyed it and I'd talk about it with people and then that was it. Right. You know, it's just like saying I was a big fan of the Friends. And like, well, I mean, not, it's not a big part of my or or like Lost. Life. Like, yeah. every, everyone kind of likes Lost. Yeah. We say, but but nobody thinks of themselves as Lost, the Lost guy. It's weird because yeah. you think about you think about people that are like, uh, like like I'm into Star Trek. Yeah. I wouldn't really consider myself a Trekkie. Yeah. Or whatever. And then there's people that are like, just I like everything Star Wars. Give me, I just want a, a Darth Vader mug. I want a, like a Stormtrooper bobblehead in my car. Yeah. But nobody is like a Fraser person. <laughs> or they're way into Fraser. Yeah. And they have like a cane, like like Fraser's dad. Or or and like Jack Russell Terrier, yeah. Or they an play old chair. Or there's like a piano song they they play, or a certain drink. You know me, I'm the Fraser guy. I gotta have this cocktail. Gotta have my uh, my triple non-fat skim. Yeah, mocha, whatever whatever the hell they drink. Mocha on latte thing in a Niles mug. So I mean, what 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 is it where you can where you are so into something? Like, why is there distinctions between being way into L.A. Law and being, you know, like. I, I can't even think of other examples besides besides Star Trek and Star Wars. Star Tre- I mean, Star Trek, Star Wars, Doctor Who, Harry oh, Potter. Oh, Doctor Who, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That's uh, good. Phil Collins. Right. Um, yeah, Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, just like NYPD Blue. Like <laughs> yeah. You're way into showing your bum. That's <laughs> yeah. what you do. You just are constantly changing your clothes. Yeah. First time there's been nudity on TV. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, so that was it. So X-Files ended, and I never thought of it again until this new series came out, which I'm really liking. And episode three, the extremely self-referential one. The, now, this is the one that really won me over. 
It I, blew my mind. I consider, it was so beautiful. I consider this a modern masterpiece. Well, not only is it hilarious, and it, it's also full of a lot of X-Files in-jokes. That's what, Yeah. I, I, I mean, if I even got those, it would blow my mind. Yeah. Just, and I, I believe it's episode three of the new season. I think it's called Moldy. Moldy. What's the guy's name? I don't think you're right. No. What's the guy? Mulder? Mulder. <laughs> like I said, huge fan. <laughs> I think it's called Mulder and Scully meet the Weir Monster. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. And it's it's a classic sort of werewolf type story where a man turns into a lizard man sometimes by the full moon or whatever. But, but with a major huge twist. And and not only that, it's it's the the small things in this episode that really uh-huh. make it. I I was hooked from the first 10 seconds. Which starts out with a couple huffing gold paint, uh-huh. which which I was like, wow, they're showing people huffing on TV. Yeah. Now those characters had been on the show twice before, huffing, as, uh, just the various like stoners. They're just drug users. Yeah, and they're just yeah, they've been on it twice before. Well, as the same characters. There, there's a difference between being a stoner and huffing gold spray paint. There's well, a pretty like, big difference. Yeah, the difference is the economy's gone bad. Oh, it's true. This is a really poignant episode now that you point that out so it starts out with this couple huffing gold spray paint i i just i just as soon as i saw that i just i just thought i this is it this is the show i love i'm in i am an ex-filia an ex-fileman what do they call yeah it's ex-fileman is it Mm ex-fileman yeah or ex-file woman depending on on whatever oh good point it it rolls off the tongue pretty well it's ex-fileman or ex-filady Ex-Filady. <laughs> yeah. If you're, a, if you're a female X-Files fan, you're an Ex-Filady or an Ex-Fileman. Yeah. And so I, I, right that moment, I, I thought, I am an Ex-Fileman. There's so much stuff, not only just the in-jokes and, and that it's a hilarious episode. And uh, Rise Darby, the guy who played the manager of Flight of the Concords, is, mm-hmm. this, is this weird beast. But it also says some very interesting things about like the nature of humanity. Yeah. This is what blew, like, all joking aside, this is what blew my mind, is it's this hilarious kind of jokey episode, but then it really kind of makes you think about how pointless your life is. <laughs> yeah, but not in a bad way. Uh, a little bit in a bad way. I don't know. It's just, it just really, uh, really hit me. Like, I was really thinking about it for days afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. And, and just the twist itself is so, is so brilliant. Oh, it is great. And I think the thing I liked the most about it is there's a part where where Moldy is drinking and gets drunk and kind of passes out in a graveyard and he wakes up to his phone and his ringtone is the X Files theme. Yeah, and this just just it was it just blew my mind. I couldn't <laughs> stop. I I laughed so hard at that part. <laughs> I just thought this is great. And then I was talking to Jonas, who was a fellow podcaster on with Fight for Comics and and uh, Pizza Party when we did those. And he was saying, "What this was his conspiracy theory is: what if the theme of the show is actually based on his ringtone?" Oh, that makes sense. And so it's kind of a big sort of circle. Yeah, and that that just gets. I'll take that. It gets deeper. That's a deep, that's a conspiracy theory you heard here first. Yeah. So you were able to get Jonas on the on the radio somehow. He's been kind of on the run for a while. Yeah, it was since more the end of the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's. A very strange situation. All, all the, the international espionage is, is basically... It's something weird that he's not telling us. And we'll, uh, we're going to try to get him on when he's got 
radio access. Yeah, we just got to track like down shortwave radio, basically. The, the Jonas Long identity. Wave, yeah, we've got to we've got to find out the Jonas identity where he is. But yeah, it was it was in a coded message. It was it, I had to decipher it. Which I was, think it was like he has a thing in his teeth where he can click Morse code. And then I wrote it out. I had to, yeah. I had to do some cryptography, break down that, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. One time pad, sure. Yeah, and and it, it basically was saying, you know, the ringtone is the is the theme. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So have you gone back and what? There's only one episode left of the new one. By the time this comes out. Oh, there will still only be one. Yeah. So By the time this comes out, out we're going to be in the same situation where we're still stressing about this. Yeah. So this is my big question. And this is, I want you to write in, you know, dear listeners, to, to worldchampionpodcast at gmail.com and tell me what to do. I want to go back and start over and watch the show. And, and I'm afraid that if I watch this, this sixth episode, that it will wrap up the entire series. And if there's any kind of ongoing question, it will all be answered in the finale. And so do I put off the finale till I've watched the original series? Or do, or do I just watch it? And you're looking at like nine seasons of 24, 25 episodes each. I, I found a list. Good. I think, no, you sent me the list. Maybe. Yeah, I did. You yeah. sent me the list of the crucial episodes. There, if, if you look at it, there's only about nine, eight, eight to ten episodes per season. Much more doable. It cuts out all the fluff. Yeah. And so... And so, yes, please, please let me know what, to, what I should do. And famously, I watched the last three episodes of Breaking Bad, despite prior to that having only seen the first episode. Right. And the reason I did that is because it was all anyone could talk about was Breaking Bad. I knew I was a little bit shooting myself in the foot. Right. But it, I wanted to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, I don't mean like... Oh, I haven't seen it. I'm going away. But just, you know, everyone was talking about it. I wanted to understand what they were talking about. I wanted to get that sort of live reaction to a show. Right. Which in this age of binge watching is not really a thing anymore. That water cooler talk. It, yeah, kind of isn't. You know, you, you. Oh, did you watch? Uh, you know, there's people that complain about spoiler alerts for shows that came out six years ago. And then there's people who have watched every episode of Jessica Jones in one night. This is incredible. <laughs> I, I don't know how people do it. Everyone is watching TV constantly. I, I do my best to keep up. I don't know how, how it's done. You know, even shows I love, even like Daredevil took me a week or two. But I'll, I'll have friends that are texting me on Sunday morning after the Friday night release saying, wow, Daredevil was incredible. And I just think to myself, yeah. Give me some of that crack. Yeah. I cannot stay up all night. I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. I used to be able to d- drink Mountain Dew and stay up late as a teenager when I was skateboarding in these parking lots, but I just can't do it now. No, and uh, let's, I mean, if we want to talk pile of shame, and I do not have a lot of free time in my life. I work two jobs. Oh. Can, wow. we, call, can we call the other thing I do a job? Well, uh, yeah. Sure. I get paid for it. Yeah, that's, that's a job then. I work two jobs. Three, if you count this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm so my pile of shame. I am one episode behind on Agent Carter. I'm mm-hmm. very proud of that. You're doing good. Uh, I've watched half an episode of American Crime Story, the O.J. Simpson story, and loved oh, it. Oh no! Oh, we got we got to start. Okay, that shame is going right to the top. Yeah, we, we got we got to talk about this soon. Yeah, I watched about half an episode. I thought this is really good. I need to catch up on that. Um, I'm working my way through Broadchurch season two. I think I've only got a couple episodes left on that. Yeah. Uh, I finally just subscribed to HBO Now. Oh, nice. I never finished the last season of Game of Thrones. 
That blows my mind. Well, I had a Game of Thrones watching crew uh-huh. for the first, what season just ended? Was that five that just ended? Uh, yeah. I well, the first, so. I think so. The first four seasons, I had a regular Sunday night watching crew every Sunday, come over, have some snacks, watch this. Mm. That kind of broke up. Because so, of all the lights and the abductions. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. They're yeah. just gone. Yeah. And all the psychological torture I kept inflicting on them. And then those two guys in black suits wearing wigs and, and green face paint coming up and telling you your your club's over. Yeah, that's what it was. And no I more Game of Thrones. No more. So it was hard to watch it. Um, you know, I didn't have a new club. I didn't personally have HBO. It's before HBO now. So in, in order for me to watch it, I would have either had to just beg someone to let me come over mm-hmm. or, you know, visited the dark web. <laughs> The deep web. The yeah. deep web. Yeah, you yeah. Get, that's sometimes when you got to watch a TV show, sometimes you got to go to the deep web. You have to go to the deep web, which we've never done. No. But I've heard no, of no, people no, doing no, that. No, never. So it's hard. So I'm, so I'm working my way through that. That's kind of been my primary thing. And Do you know uh, what I'm going to say I'm about I'm like th- th- four episodes left on that, I think. So something we, we, we've both read the books. Yeah. And how do you know if someone's read the Game of Thrones books? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> vegans. I know, vegans. Anyway. No, how you know, I know what you're going to say. Are you going to, wait, are you going to say? No, that was it. Oh, how you know if someone's read the books or only has seen the show is what they think the blonde dragon queen lady's name is. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you've only seen the show, her name is Khaleesi. Right. Which is her title. Thank you very much. If you've read the books, it's Daenerys Stormborn. Daenerys and all, Targaryen, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. All, all that other bullshit. Yeah. But, but what I'm going to say is this is the first season I've truly enjoyed. Because it's so different from the books. Because yeah, totally. it's now, go- not even different, it's gone past the books. Yeah. There's some characters that the last thing you, it's done in the books, and now they're yeah. doing new stuff. So yeah. I was, this season really was blowing my mind. No, I felt that way too, because I've always enjoyed it. I think it's a wonderful program and a great adaptation of the books. But I've always known what's, I've always been a little bit separated from it. Yeah, I've never, I never had the reaction video. You should have seen, if you ever watch my YouTube channel and the reaction video of when I see the Red Wedding for the first time. Oh, yeah. I just sit there. I blink, I do blink three or four times, mm-hmm. but I, but that's it. And then I eat a little Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only got 16 views. It's not got a lot of hits. Because it's not as sensational as some of these other, because I knew what was going to happen. Right. The other reaction videos were like, oh, no. Yeah, when, when, when someone jumps up and they roundhouse and kick the lamp and stuff <laughs> and, ju- and swing on the, they jump up on the fan and hold on and swing in a circle screaming, you know, or when girls will, will just like wet their pants and then just jump directly through the glass coffee table. Like they're incredible videos. <laughs> they really are. Now people will just, they'll destroy all the ships in a bottle. Uh, so, you know, they'll. That one, that one. Where the, no, the best is where the woman watches the red wedding. She's so freaked out. She brews a pot of coffee and throws it in her own face. It's like twelve minutes long. Yeah, but it's a good payoff when she finally throws that coffee in her face, screaming. I like the guy who tries to run out of the tent, mm-hmm. but not through the flap. So he's just running around the living room, sort of tangled up in his tent, and right. he's just going, "I can't believe it, Rob." Yeah, that's a good one. And he trips and like knocks over the four-layer cake his wife had been making all day for their Game of Thrones party. Yeah, he jumps through that Game of Thrones cake. Uh, there's the guy that, that grabs his dog and then throws up on his dog. Mm-hmm. And then the dog throws up on him, and they just vomit on each other. I think my favorite is the monk that's, that sits in the middle of the street, Indian style, and then lights himself on fire. <laughs> to protest the Red Wedding. 
<laughs> yeah, those reaction videos are great. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you been abducted by an alien? <laughs> write us in. Uh, write us about your TV show. Oh, I'm also... A, I haven't watched any of the season of The Flash or like a season and a half of Green oh, Arrow. Oh, okay. Before before we... I haven't we, watched any of Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow I, I quite liked. I was surprised. But I love The Flash, and the, they've now gone to Earth 2. And it's been so much fun. That's that's my favorite show, probably. It's the only show that I that I never get behind on. Yeah. It's good, man. Yeah, I got a lot to watch. Um, I think what we'll do... I just had this idea just now. Besides our new reaction video series, so we're right. probably have to start up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for timeliness, if you if you listen to our old show, Pete's Party Podcast, we would for a long time, every week discuss that previous week's episodes of the latest TV shows. Um, and I'll be completely honest, why that was bad for a couple reasons was I had to watch twelve hours of TV a week, <laughs> even if I whether I wanted to or not. And then it really made the show kind of only relevant in that moment. Right. You know? Uh, so I think what we should do is find various programs that might be available on streaming services, mm-hmm. maybe that are 20 years old, like the X-Files. Right. Maybe have a segment where we spend 10, 15 minutes talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a program I've been really interested in. It's uh, an 80s show about a Canadian junior high. Yes. I think I'd really like to start watching that and discussing it on the show. Okay. Uh, X-Files might be a good one, too. X-Files. I do, at some point, want to do the Dukes of Hazard. See, that'd be fun, too. I, yeah. I, for about four or five years, I've been wanting to start a Dukes of Hazard podcast. But not only is there no demand for it, there is no even demand for... the well, There is a demand for a co-host. No one cares about this show but me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This might be a good time to throw an episode in there. Why not? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Anything that's available on streaming, you can go watch yourself sometime if you feel like it. We'll maybe do that. So we'll start a TV club. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, it'll be fun. Letters. Seth writes in, dear fools, old business. Star Wars was good, but the greatest thing I saw last year was the Philly fanatic manning a hot dog-shaped cannon affixed to his four-wheeler, launching hot dogs at a man dressed as a squirrel. (laughs) The fanatic launched dog after dog in an attempt to hit the squirrel man. The crowd cheered, the Phillies lost, and the fursuited villain collected the majority of the wieners. He, uh, he did provide a picture. Wow. The squirrel man's not pictured. But this, this didn't actually make a billion dollars worldwide, probably, though. That's a good point. But that's no, that's no measure of greatness. This is probably oh, near, no. easily as good as The Force Awakens. Yeah, he prob- yeah and he only had, got to see it once in that moment. No, no, wait, so this was out of game. Yeah. He saw the Philly Fanatics shoot hot dogs from a four-wheeler, or no, a hot dog-themed four-wheeler, and a hot dog-themed cannon. Shooting hot dogs from a cannon. At a guy, now, is this in reference to the squirrel that ran across the uh, net and then dove into the crowd? That oh, was, was that at a, fi- that, that was. was a, that was a Phillies game. Oh, that must be it. That, there, there's, a, there's a video on YouTube of the, the net behind uh, home play. Yeah. To protect the audience from, from balls, fl- foul balls flying, there is a video of a squirrel running across the top and then just leaping like 40 feet down onto the crowd and everyone screams. He had a cute little aviator helmet on. He did. A little leather and cap. He, and in his tiny little movie theater, he had little bottles of urine lining the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Those aviators. They're all the same. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Well, I, I can dig that. Yeah. Thank you, Seth. Uh, Ryan writes in the subject, What a lovely day. Oh. What up, fools? Longtime fan of Fight for Comics and Pizza Party. Last couple of weeks have been glorious with the return of you guys and now Sean Leslie and his new podcast. Mm -hmm. So once again, that's going to be a comic book-focused podcast uh, with Sean Leslie and some other friends of ours. Uh, well, one guy I don't even know. I'm not going to make a blanket statement that they're friends of ours. Uh, one of them I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't vouch for them. I think I don't know who they are. Some of them, too, I think. You know Jordan? Okay, Jordan, our old Godzilla correspondent. Our old Godzilla correspondent. And uh, Kyle. Kyle, I know. Longtime listener, yeah, longtime yeah. Uh, supporter, I believe our friend's brother. Right. Yeah. Is there a fourth person? Yeah, but I don't know him and I don't vouch for him. Ah, so this is kind of a, a mystery men in black kind of it situation. Is. It is. And when I say that, I'm not trying to say he's bad. I'm just saying I'm not going to endorse someone I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. His views do not necessarily reflect the views of World Champion Podcast. Right. Ours don't either. No, not at all. Uh, so anyway, welcome back to the wide world of podcastry. I love hearing the banter between you two and your insight and talk about your lives is always entertaining. Once again, I can laugh like a madman while welding at work, uh, in which my new coworkers might think I have a case of deadly laughitis. Uh, also, I own Blade Runner, but I've never been able to finish it. I found it as exciting as watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Ooh. which I don't, I don't like. I don't, I don't like, like that it. either. Ooh. Uh, I look forward to many more episodes of the World Champion Podcast. Welcome back. Love you guys. Ryan. P.S. If you're an old cranky man that was burgled <laughs> by Scott Lang, there's a strong possibility that you might be hanging him. Thanks for bringing back that Hank fan. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, we had a long, ongoing Jeff Foxworthy joke in our comic book podcast. I, li I like how much you stretch it out. You are really a, quite a, a Jeff Foxworthy. Well, I'm a performer. You are. I got, I got comedy dates coming up at all the clubs. So that's it. We will be back next week with a fresh new episode. But in the meantime, from the top of the Ferris wheel in Smogville, signing off. We'll see you at the fair.